This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. Woba, woba, dope, dope. <laughs> the Hank Hill. I told you to do that, and I'm glad you did. Selling po- propane and propane accessories. That boy ain't right. And it it doesn't what. help that I'm wearing the glasses yeah. right now. Uh, that boy ain't right. I that boy ain't right. Whoa. I think that's my favorite Hank Hillism is... That boy ain't right. Peggy, that boy ain't right. But we got a jam-packed show. Welcome into the Rick and Johnny podcast here on MVP, where we talk about everything under the two nerdy sons. And before we kind of get into what we're talking about, I noticed something this week because Uh I am an avid listener of Kind of Funny podcast. Yeah. And I noticed on Kind of Funny Games Daily that mm-hmm. Greg Miller says kind of similar. I might ask you if I'm in copyright infringement here or stealing ideas of he says they talk about everything under the video game sun. Is it enough of a difference that we're a Star Wars thing and we've got two sons kind of like we, it's Tatooine that has the two to sons. To be right? fair, I don't watch kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that th- brought that up to you. Good. So, so technically, I'd say so it's not, not. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. But I mean, just wanted to make sure. Still, again, we are not referencing the exact same thing. Not no. to mention we're doing a Star Wars yeah, reference. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing Star Wars. So if anything, Disney could maybe hit us, <laughs> but I don't think they can. Okay. Just just wanted to make sure. Didn't want anyone coming after us that we're stealing ideas now, but we talk about everything. I mean, technically, you can't steal an idea two, if I didn't know about it. Yeah, true. Coming under the two nerdy sons, we are talking. Johnny, the biggest news that we had this weekend is it finally happened. We finally got a trailer for it. Avengers Endgame is here. I can finally say a name now instead of just Avengers 4. But Avengers Endgame is finally here. We're going to talk about that. Break down that trailer. The first one we're getting for that movie. Then we're going to look at Spider-Man Far From Home expectations after the first trailer. Johnny and I have not seen it because I couldn't book my trip to Brazil in time. I don't know about you. No, um, I mean, I just just got my paycheck right after mm-hmm. all of them were booked. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't get down to Brazil, but we've got basically everyone saying what went on in the trailer, so we're going to give our thoughts about that. Mysterio, a good guy? What's going on there? Huh? And then we're going to dive into a fun topic at the end. Another new trailer for the live-action Kim Possible movie came out. It was about a minute, minute and 11, um, was the video I saw on YouTube from Disney Channel. But we're going to give not just what we think about that, because we are Disney Channel youth, Disney Channel millennials. We we, uh, grew Um, up with Disney Channel. And we're going to kind of look into what other shows um, should Disney revive for either like live action Disney Channel original movies, kind of bring back in a show, kind of like what Roseanne is doing. So that's how we are going to yeah. end the show. Before we get into everything, though, got to do the quick housekeeping. Number one, make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. That's where you can help and support the channel. Make sure we can do what we do for you each and every week. $10 gets you on a podcast each month. We are at that. We are behind on that, by the way. I have to get on that. I know that emails will be sent out soon for our patrons. Then number two, make sure to support us also by getting yourself an MVP t-shirt. That's either down below in the description or at mostvalvepodcast.com where you can get your MVP each and every day in one spot, whether it's audio, whether it's video, whether it's an article, it's all 
right there on the website. And then last but not least, please go over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Give the Rick and Johnny Podcast a rating because, Johnny, it is absurd that we have not had one rating yet. We, I would love the five-star rating, but we have not had a rate or I'm not review. telling them what to do. It's just a suggestion. It's, I get it. It's uh, subliminal messaging. Well, um, now it's not. Because now it's not. Not just I, liminal. I said it. I mean, but I mean, it might be super liminal. Super liminal. Ooh, that's, that, that's, a, that's a higher-end kind of business Hey, model you. Give there. us five-star rating. Yeah, hey, you. Uh, there was one guy I know in the comments section. I was like, how dare you tell me what to do? I do not have to give you a five-star rating. You're right. You don't. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you, if the super liminal the first, messaging works, you could be the first to give us a rating. Yeah. iTunes and Apple podcasts go over and please rate all the MVP podcasts as well. But Johnny, let's get into it. The big story, the big thing. <gasps> Boom. Thank you, Marvel, for making our jobs easier this week, because we know we are in that time of the year where it's like eh, a little kind of a dead spot. New starting. stories uh, are kind of like everyone's like, hey, it's almost Christmas, right? Like we're going to be off for two weeks. All right. We're going to take a. Uh, the last two weeks of the month off we'll see in 2019. But Avengers Endgame did drop. Kevin Feige did tell us weeks ago that we would get a trailer before the end of the year. And kind of <sighs> breaking down the trailer a little bit, kind of what's happening. It starts off with an Iron Man. He's on the Benatar. He is uh, recording his final is that message. What the ship's called? Yeah, the Benatar. I didn't know that. Um, for Pet Benatar. No way. I never yeah. thought of that. Um, the Guardian ship. He's recording a message yeah. to Pepper Potts. Then, to me, the greatest part of the trailer. Marvel Studios, even that got snapped away. Even the Marvel yeah. Studios logo. You know what I would do if I was them for the other trailers? Hmm. No Marvel Studios logo. It's gone. It's gone. It got snapped away. They snapped it away in this first trailer it shouldn't be there anymore. They, obviously, they're going to put it in there because well, they have to. The, a, they have to. B, I mean, mm-hmm. this, the, some, it should be resolved by yeah. something. It should be resolved by the end of this. Well, they're going to have more the, trailers. The Snapshot should be resolved by the end of this. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to have more trailers well, before that we too, see the yeah. movie. Oh, but, you're talking about this trailer in yes, particular. Yes, just okay. like the trailers yeah, for Infinity War I mean, there's that other part that they kind of have to. Yeah. Um, Who's putting but, this one out? I mean, if you can't tell, that's kind of on you. Mm-hmm. We go into <laughs> Thanos... Scarecrow Thanos, thank you for giving me that from the comics. Then we also yes. get, uh, it looks like Thanos' hand kind of through a field. Limping through Limping. a field. They're kind of. I just noticed that now. They're kind of then discovering like, oh, these are the people that are dead. You got Bruce Banner looking at all the people who are dead, which Shuri is one of the pictures. We'll get to that you got, uh, in a second. Yeah, it looked like. Because uh... Scott Lang was there, Spider-Man, and then Shuri was one that popped was up. Was Shuri? Shuri, oh, yep. looking right now. Did pop up as one. Um, Ronan. Because you got Bruce actually looking mm-hmm. through all these people. Yep. And then we get Ronan, our first look at Hawkeye as the Ronan character. It looks like ScarJo's character in Black Widow finds him. Yep. Then a little quip of like something like, oh, is this plan going to work? Oh, it has to because this is all we got. Cap kind of going in. I missed a screenshot where Cap was he was crying. A little yep. tear for Cap. Um, and then also... Thor looking like he's going to have the most epicest of rap battles against Thanos. Yeah. Locked in a, uh, well, it looks like a cell. Yeah, we're going to get to that. And then very at the end, the funny moment, Scott Lang gets out of the quantum realm. So it looks like he might have gotten out on his own, coming to find Cap and kind of sparking everything that we will see for the movie. So I will ask you, Johnny, we're going to talk about a lot with this. Yes, we are. What's the part you want to focus on first when it comes to 
breaking down this trailer. Let's just start with this. How long do you think after the snapshot this is all happening? Apparently, it's supposed to be not much time, so almost immediately That's what after I the thought, because I had someone talking to me. He's like, oh, it's got to be months after the snapshot. No. Like, I don't think so, no, man. According to— Because Tony, Tony and I'm guessing Nebula look yeah. like they're on the same ship now they that are. I remember that part. They're both on the Benatar. Well, according to the Russos— not much time has passed yeah. after the well, snap. Well, no, I got a, a friend of our, a mutual mm-hmm. friend of ours said, yeah. oh, I think it's uh, months after. They're like, dude, I do not think so. Yeah, no, it is because not Because Tony would be dead already. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying in the in the trailer, spoilers, if you haven't watched it for some reason. Well, it's down below in the description. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm going to well, put the link down there. I mean, if they didn't watch it before yeah, watching this. But right now, they could pause it, go lot, watch it, and come back. I guess it's there's that, that too. It's not, it's not that hard. I'm just still, but, spoilers. But go ahead, what you're doing. Um... It's, he says he's like, what, a day, he's got like one day left mm-hmm. for oxygen, or it should run out tomorrow. He said food ran out today, food ran oxygen out. will run out tomorrow morning. Food and water ran out. Yeah, and then oxygen, oxygen runs should out be tomorrow out tomorrow. Morning. Yeah, so if it were months later, I think he might not have made mm-hmm. that, because this is, this seems like, this does seem like right after, because mm-hmm. everyone's dealing with everything. Yeah. And then I, the second part There's I There's a ton to, of symbolism in this trailer, too. Oh, for sure. Like, a ton of, like, old throwbacks to, like, um, with Tony Stark. The thing I didn't catch until I saw a different YouTuber talking about this, Mm -hmm. if you look at him when he sits down after recording that message, the attire that he is in, the type of shirt and the exact look is the exact look from Iron Man 1 when he made the Mark 1. I'm... And Iron Man too, actually. It's even mm-hmm. the, at least with the the. Mark- but I'm saying like, and he's in a similar situation to his Iron Man one, True. where it's like, True. at that point he was captured, forced against his will to make this iron this super suit, and now he's kind of, and he's now he's got to do it to survive. Basically the same thing: either die in this cave, or survive. Now it's either die or space, or find an innovation, find a way to overcome this and get back to Earth. Yeah. Um, I'm, there's so many, so many things I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of where to go next because, I mean, there's so many things off of this. Uh, let's talk about Ronan next. You think so? What, what do you think is going on with this Ronan character? Because I've, here, here's the only conundrum I have. Uh-huh. Is how long has he been Ronan? Because I do agree with you said to me before we recorded the podcast that what probably snapped in his head, because the thing we got to remember is him and Scott Lang got, after Civil War, they got kind of plea deals. Yeah, they got plea deals. It's like, hey, Lang guys... got put on house arrest. Yeah, and probably, probably, he probably got put, like, working mm-hmm. for the government again or something like that. Like, I think it was like, hey, you know what? I'm out of it. I'm just going to, like, I'm, I'm just going to retire and be here on the farm <clears> with my family. Yeah. And then the snapture happened and he lost all of his family. And that kicked him into Ronin gear. Yeah. And that's why it's like he's been – he probably hasn't been Ronin for long, but he is Ronin at this point. Yeah, because you look at the face. Like, you look at ScarJo's mm-hmm. face. He killed someone – what it looks right like, he killed someone, someone right in front of yeah. her. And he pulls off that hood and, like, the, <sighs> Great dis- reveal. the distressed look on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just look at the distressed look, it is like, I've lost everything. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. No, and that to me, he's going to be the most interesting character. He probably also thought Nat was gone at that probably. point, probably, which is why, like, well, he he probably was sitting there. First off, if it was me and my entire family disappeared, my first thought would be like, "What the fuck is going on, guys? Like, 
first what's going on, what just happened. Then he probably found out. He can't even find out from Nick Fury. No. Because Nick's gone. Nick's gone. So is Maria. And so is Maria. Also, at this point, it's like, who do you trust in S.H.I.E.L.D. now? Exactly. So he's probably, like, I get all the people saying, oh, he's probably working for S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't think he is. I just think he's mercenary Ronin. Yeah. Going after the Yakuza. I don't know how... That's going to be an interesting thing of how the Yakuza fit into it. If even they relate to anything at all, it's well, just, like him just going uh, after why them. he's going after them is mm-hmm. the, the only thing we like. Yeah, I need to kind of. I kind of want to know. Maybe he figures, hey, that's where we can get some answers. Yeah, maybe he's trying to get answers. Um, and here's a question: I, I mean, have. wouldn't you though? You'd just be hunting every mm-hmm. avenue of answers. So maybe it's like a, and that. It would be have to have to be like mm-hmm. a week or two for this to just start. <laughs> or let's say, unless he was already doing something. Along mm-hmm. the lines of it, maybe it's yeah. like, hey, we make you a plea deal. You do some government work for us. And or it's not he, necessarily like killing or he, it. Or he did go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. and was like, hey, I know, like, oh, Nick just, is gone. And he's just like, I don't care. I need to get, I need to clear my mind of what is going on. And I don't care. Just give me something to do. Well, here's my thought. Mm-hmm. What, uh, maybe they got the plea deal. It's like, hey, you can mostly be retired, but if we call on you to do some espionage mm-hmm. stuff for us, and not necessarily like bang bang kill someone, like mercenary. Hey, Mer- we need you. Well, no, like the government saying, "Hey, yeah. we need you to like get some intel on this. We need you to." Maybe at first it was like that. So he's sitting on the bench until we. He's on the call bench unless in. they call yeah. him. In. But then all of a sudden, the his family happened. disappears. Mm-hmm. He's just going full ham now. Like. Yeah. He, like, no holdbacks. Mm-hmm. He's, sta- like, killing people now. Here's also a question I forgot to ask you at the beginning. Yes, sir. Do you think there's any Hulk-like moments in this trailer? And I say that because remember the Infinity War trailer? Yeah. The Hulk moment, meaning that fake CGI Hulk. Is there anything in this trailer where you looked at and went, I wonder if that's real or if that's trying to deceive us? I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I, I didn't think that yet because I've only watched it the one time at work mm-hmm. so far. And now I'm like, obviously, we have it playing in front of us because mm-hmm. I don't think there is like as of now. No, because this is is mm-hmm. more like on the end of it's like right between trailer and teaser trailer because mm-hmm. there's enough content to obviously for us to talk about. Yeah. But it is not like this is only the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um. So as of now, I'm not going to I'm I'm going to keep watching it and look for like Easter eggs like we talked about. Mm-hmm. But also, like, is there stuff like that? Because I'm as of now, I haven't thought about that, but I'll keep looking and uh, seeing if there's something like I wonder if that's actually true or not. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of, mm-hmm. and I don't think this is one of those cases where because I found it exactly where the the Shuri thing. Yeah. You only see it if you're looking for it. And the reason why I say that is it gets to the part where Bruce is looking at him. And Shuri and then switch to Peter. Exactly. If you yeah. pause it right away or look there right away, you'll see Shuri. If not, like me the first time, I didn't, I didn't even see it. I had to look up like at a different website looking at Easter eggs and them pointing it out where I, oh, that's Bruce. Look over. Okay, that's Scott and Peter. Like I didn't even see. Yeah, because Shuri was so quick the first time. flipped mm-hmm. right before. Because before, you have Scott right there, mm-hmm. you have Bruce, and then you have Peter. But, yeah. like, you don't know Shuri right away because... Because she flipped to Peter. Yeah, so either that's... I don't know if that mm-hmm. would necessarily be a... That'd be more like an Easter egg as opposed to... Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, like... Oh, you're if saying... It's a, if it's a Hulk-like situation where it's like... Uh, hey, I, the, I get what you're saying. For the trailer, we're going to put her in there only because... Because the thing with that, too, that people have brought up mm-hmm. is the actress that is... Like, the actress that has played Shuri... 
Yeah. Has said that she didn't get snaptured. However, here's the here's the two sides of it. Do you think one she's spoiling something and this is a Hulk like moment where it's like, hey, in the trailer, let's put Shuri's picture there. Kind of like to deceive throw people off. Yeah, throw people off the scent of the trail. And she said it because she Tom Holland moment right there. Tom Holland it. Or was this something of like because the script was apparently they recorded the they filmed these both back to back Avengers Infinity War and Endgame or yeah. like back to back one big filming and there are only four I believe from the information I saw online there are only two or three scripts on location most of them were in the Russo's possession the whole time the actor the only two actors that had read the script beforehand yeah. Robert Downey and Benedict Cumberbatch were the only two to have read the script beforehand. Um, here's something I'm actually mm-hmm. going to throw out there. What if those aren't people that are snapshot Because they won't know Peter is. There's well, no, no way. No, no, no. They're just thinking dead. Yeah. Because they never knew They never knew that he went with Iron Man I'm to saying no, Titan. But they're like, they're just are... thinking he's dead and got snapped in general. Well, no. Or, like, what are they? Because these are just people that, like, they can't find. Oh, they should probably talk to the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, but if are, they, but if they can't find you, you're if you know from the snapshot what it is that people disappeared in front of yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. If let's say you and I snapshot, I couldn't find you, but I knew people disappeared. If I couldn't find you, I would assume you were dead and got snapped away. It's true. So okay, so those are people like these are people that I'm almost thinking that like like mm-hmm. they don't know like they're saying they don't know whereabouts and that's another thing where so okay like hey we can't find these people we know Tony went into space because there's your, pepper your spider web in here and I like it and yeah the, the pun was included um but here it is so let me reel it back in so the first one yeah Shuri the actress who plays Shuri says hey my character's still alive I'm gonna push that to the side a bit we're gonna come back to that keep that back here for like a few seconds. Or is it a second thing of her? She wasn't on the same level as Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. So she doesn't know. She assumed like, hey, my character from what I filmed, my character, because they also chopped it up. They didn't film it all in movie order. Yeah. She might have thought, hey, my character survived when she didn't. That could be that's one option. Or that second, that first one, let's bring it back. Like you're saying. Hey, we can't find you. We're assuming you're dead, but really she's in hiding. Yeah. And she's That's alive, what... but she's in hiding, and that comes out through the kind of story because here's another thing. If I'm not mistaken, T'Challa was snapped away yes. too, right? So if you lose most of the royal family, who takes over in Wakanda? Um, What's going on in Wakanda right now? If, yeah, Shuri, if Shuri was snapped away also, who is now taking over? Is it going to be Mabaka? Is I think it would be, be Mabaka. If he didn't get snapped away, does he then take over and he is Mabaka now the was ruler the only one, of Wakanda? Well, it seems like Mabaka was the only one of his tribe that wasn't. True. I mean, we obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think everyone, everyone from his tribe was mm-hmm. down there, but a big part of it was. Yeah. And you see all of his tribe just... Mm-hmm. And he's the only one like... So my guess like, is... Like, are we going to see this movie maybe and see Mab- him the king of Wakanda? Maybe Mabaka would be, like, at least the steppin' king of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of could lead into, lead into Black Panther 2 of, hey, mm-hmm. I'm I'm now in charge. 
you were gone. I am not giving yeah, up the seat now. Exactly. And then you get the fight between what it correct me if I'm wrong from the comics, Marvel Boy. Yeah. Um Mabaka's character in the comics is is it White Ape? I think so. Like his what's the word I'm looking for? Not I not image. Um his ma- not mascot. Um It's the gorilla. Gorilla. So the white gorilla is kind of like what he embodies. Yes. And that's kind of like his mascot. That's that's the way I'm that's phrasing it. That's what I'm looking it. for right that's now, not, just to make That's sure. not the word I'm looking for, but that's all I can get that's out of my animal. mouth right that's now. That's his character. His spirit animal. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that leads into Black that's Panther his tribe, to, uh, like T'Challa comes back, and then, hey, we got to have a fight. Because we know, that's the, that's the shitty thing about this. We know we're getting a Spider-Man. We know he's coming back. We know we're getting a Black Panther too. We know he's coming back. Um, here's the other. It's Manape. Okay. Here's the other question I want to ask you really quick. Do you think they'd be ballsy enough to do this? This is what I thought about. Mm-hmm. Are they ballsy enough to kill Iron Man at the beginning? Kill him. Like, when he's like, I run out of oxygen, He run, him and Nebula run out of oxygen, and they die. I feel like that's a shit way to go. Wait. And then all the other scenes, because we've seen, like, you might be saying, well, Ricky, we saw that kind of shot of Cap, Ant-Man, and Tony Stark, what looks like to be in the Battle of New York, because we still don't know for sure if, because at the end when ScarJo, when Black Widow, says the thing about the plan, and Steve Rogers goes, well, it has to work because this is all I've got. Part of me leans into time travel more than the is it the BF uh, the barf technology um, from Iron Man? You think? Oh yeah, the yeah. We're like we saw the very young Robert Downey. Yeah, Jr. no, I think it's um, gonna time travel as opposed to that thing because that speaks into is time travel even a thing? Where it's like ScarJo might be like, hey, is this gonna work? Like. Time travel, like, this is crazy. And Steve's going, no, like, Steve's like, no, it has to. This has to work. If this does not work, we lose. Exactly. Like, we are pushed to the brink Dunzo. of what we can do. And I wonder if they would be so bold to kill Iron Man at the beginning. Initial shock. Kind of like Guardians. With, like, I know it's different because it was Peter's mom. Yeah. But that same gut punch at the beginning of, like, oh, fuck, he's dead. I don't think so. Oh, he's dead. And then every other time we see Robert Downey Jr. in it is them going back in time, but then they fix everything and Robert comes back at the end and that's when you get the reunition, re the reuniting with Pepper Potts and makes that moment so much more impactful because we know he really died. That'd be interesting. Like he really died at the beginning and because Steve and the Avengers did their thing, fixed the day, he came back. Maybe it's something where, oh, brainchild here. We're going with this. Let's, let's go, let's go. Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, dies at the beginning. That's a little aside. We know that. It hits us. It hurts us. Mm-hmm. But Steve and them don't know. Like, they're assuming he's dead because they can't find him. Yeah. What if it's then they go back in time, a decision needs to be made then. And I know that the Russos have said, like, Steve Rogers is coming back as Captain America. 
I don't know if that's going to be like they haven't said exactly. Hey, after Endgame, he'll beat Captain America, or if it'll be like Homecoming, where it's hey, we got this thing in the past. We're telling a Winter Story soul or Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier story. story. We need Cap to come. We need Evans to come back and put on the mantle. Sort just of a to cameo. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, where he's cameoing. But it's for stories that would have been like side stories that would have been before Infinity War and Endgame. What if they make the decision of, all right, we saw Iron Man die at the beginning. The only Iron Man we have seen for the rest of it has been time-traveled old Iron Man. And Steve has to ultimately make the choice to either save everybody, which would include Iron Man, and sacrifice himself or he would die. Or save himself and have everyone like have everyone who snapshot stay the same, and it's where Iron Man li- lives. We get that moment, but Steve then dies, and the ultimate sacrifice of the American hero of I died to save the world. I died or, to save everybody. Or what if it's this instead? Instead of because what uh, maybe Steve thinks now is like if we were all together. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have done this because one of his quotes from uh, Age of Ultron, I mm-hmm. believe it was, was um, what if we fail? Well, then we do that together, too. Yeah. What if Steve's thinking we got to make sure that we have, like Scott. So Scott shows up, mm-hmm. brings up. How'd you get it back? Or like uh, like what happened with you? Mm-hmm. He t- explains the whole I was in the quantum realm. The people that were there outside there. Gone when I finally came back mm-hmm. out. I jumped. I was told not to jump this time thing, and I had to. I had no other choice. So, like he ta- explains the whole time thing. Let me keep going with this. This is okay. where they get the time travel into there, mm-hmm. and then he comes into it. He uh, come um, comes to them and say, "This is what like they just basically make up the uh, make up the plan." You, they basically make up the plan to um, use time travel to go back to fix what was not done or like maybe cap could fix something so that they're all fighting together when the time comes because Tony hesitate hesitated to make that phone call. Yes. In infinity war. Exactly. So maybe if he made that phone call, and they even said to not the, that they could have made it there in time, but well, maybe the something Russo's even said there was a deleted scene Yeah, where they kind of play into that, where he's looking at the phone, he's debating, Oh, should I call? Should I not call? What will I say? But they ended up cutting it because they thought that it kind of dragged the movie along, yeah. like dragged the pace down. But there was a I think it's good where they cut it, where he was sitting there debating on if he should call or not. There's going to be a lot of payoffs in this movie. Yeah, and one of them that I didn't even catch. You bring up Age of Ultron. Yeah. So obviously the end game um, tagline, mm-hmm. like the title for the movie. People say, oh, that comes from, like, what Dr. Strange said. Oh, this is the end game. Think back to, I think it was either Civil War or Age of Ultron. Tony Stark also said end game, where he's talking to Bruce, and Bruce, it was, I think, Age of Ultron. And he, I think Bruce, you're right. Bruce says something, and Tony looks at him and goes, yeah, this is the end game. Like, because at that point, Ultron, that was the biggest thing of the biggest thing that they were facing. Uh, if Ultron succeeds... He's wiping out all the humans. Yeah. He wanted to wipe out everybody. Oh, yeah. Of the human race. And the thing that I also think, too, is why I think it's time travel 
is the shot where Cap opens up his pocket watch and you see Peggy. Yeah. The reason why I think it's time travel is I think there's going to be a moment or it's going to be, oh, man, what kind, what kind of a moment would that be? Oh, fuck. I just got hit with the feels. Um, <laughs> this is a hard subject to talk so, about. So ride with me here. Take, take this journey with me. Ride, 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 lady, ride. Steve, no. I pause because this is going to be, you're going too excited. Like, this is this is a sound. Oh, I know note. it is, but you said so, ride, so that's the first thing I thought of. Go back to how I said Steve's got to sacrifice himself, right? Mm-hmm. What if he knows this is a choice I have to make? And he goes, before I before I do this, I have to do one thing. And he gets his final dance before he dies. He goes and he finds her back in time and he gets that final dance. Maybe goes back to a time where she thought he was dead Mm -hmm. and he comes in. Maybe you're thinking, well, Ricky, butterfly effect, that's going to fuck with time. Steve ain't going to care. Maybe Steve tells her, hey, I'm not here. I'm going to be dead. But I came for my dance. I came for my one dance. And you see that moment of him and Peggy. Before he does the ultimate sacrifice. Or when everyone gets saved, we get a scene. Let's say the Iron Man thing didn't happen where he dies. He gets back to Earth. Because that kind of makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. Of Like Iron Man finding a way to get back to Earth. Because that's what Iron Man does. Iron yeah. Man, when his back is against the wall and he's going to die, he innovates. He finds a way to get out of that situation. Exactly. Much <laughs> like Iron Man 1. What if they do that where everyone is saved, Cap then looks at like looks at the time travel thing and goes like just has a thought of like I got to do this. And while we get the whole Pepper Potts and Iron Man reunion, Steve goes and gets his final dance. You really want him to get his final dance. I they've got to pay it off. You don't to me you don't put that in the trailer of him looking at Peggy. You don't even bring her up in the trailer or, unless you're hinting to us that you're going to pay that off in some point. Or some the fa- I'm thinking the fact that he's going back to his original uh, – because remember, that was when he was like fighting different battles in war. What mm-hmm. if this is like I need to look at this again for that encouragement, that that like that strive to the final like – I get it and I – I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I'm thinking. But this is a movie of all. This is 20 years of payoffs. Johnny. I know. Yeah, we gotta pay that off. It's gotta be paid off. My guess would be he'd do less of like after she thought he was dead and more mm-hmm. of like in between somewhere. Like mm-hmm. one of the times where I wasn't it there. Would, it would have, but it would have to be after she said, because remember, at in Captain America: First Avenger, yeah, she says to him up. Uh, Talks to him about that dance. Like, when you come back, I'll be here waiting for that dance. It's got to be after that point where he comes back, has the dance, but then has the hard part of like, hey, I got to go. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you why. I've got to go. And it's basically like, I'm dying again because mm-hmm. I'm leaving you forever. But I paid off this moment. We got that dance we always wanted. Yeah. Hmm. You don't like you don't show that in the trailer unless you're planning on paying it off. Am I wrong? 
I don't know. I, I it could just be nothing. Like like you said, one of those things that's kind of nothing. I mean, I guess, but I mean, I. Oh, if that you just really wanted to get paid off, that's all. Well, that's I, all. It's Cap's my guy, man. Like I know he is. Cap's my guy. I mean, Spider Man's my guy, guy. He's my dude. <laughs> He's um, my dude, but not my guy. <laughs> not my guy. Like me, me and Steve. Sorry, we St- go way back. Him we and go Steve. way back to 2012, man. We go. You way, and Steve. I I dyed my hair to look like him. I dyed my hair. I got highlights to look like him. That's true. You did go and get highlights. I did go full. I just sprayed. Yeah, I went full in. I got blonde highlights. Hey, that second time I did, throw, or let's be fair, I I dyed, I uh, highlighted my own hair. wasn't bad, but I would probably never go back to blonde highlights. No, probably not. I don't think I would. Because um, originally, I remember honestly having that talk, because I went to my mom's beautician. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first thought was, I showed her a picture of Chris Evans. Because this was fir- this was first Avengers movie. Yeah. And I showed her a picture and I said, dye my hair like that. She's like, the whole thing? I was like, the whole thing. And then she kind of talked me out of it. She was like, you know what? Like, let's go with... Because I guess with going blonde... Well, it was kind of like a dirtier blonde. Like, yeah. not a true bleach blonde. Yeah. But, like, with blonde, you're pulling the color out of your hair, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you are. Um. So she was like, hey, let's go with highlights, see what it looks like, and then we'll go from there. Um, she kind of talked me off of the full-on, but that's how far into it I was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am going to look as much like Cap as I can because I know the losing weight thing wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so I was going to be Cap America. Um, but basically, I went full in, and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I only got blonde highlights for it. But the other thing we didn't talk about that I want to hit. Thor. Yes. Because we didn't look at Thor much. Not yet. What are you thinking? Do you think, why is he in prison? Because that's what you were saying that it kind of yeah, looks so like he's what in I a, pointed out, you and I have this, a Civil War like cell, is what yeah, we're saying. So, the, like the one they had Ant Man, Falcon, mm-hmm. and all them in, just mm-hmm. so they have context to what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like he's in one of those cells. and uh, Or is he just in an alien cell? No, no, he was back on Earth with them. Okay. So my guess is it could be even that the Avengers compound right there that they have a room just like it too. True. But that's what it looks like. It doesn't look like a bedroom. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like a living room of any sort. It looks like a cell because it looks like it kind of looks like there's you're a looking bench. through a window. Yeah, you're looking through a window. There's a bench. It's just a white brick wall. And I don't know if they're doing that so he can cool down. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing that because they didn't have a room set up for him mm-hmm. or what the deal with that is. But he looks like he's just. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's also um, looks like he's very much. I don't know. I'm trying. I try and think of the emotion that like you can see in he his face. Looks right like there. he's gonna break Thanos. Like wants to break Thanos in half. And anyone who gets in his way. Exactly. Also, but he's very much pissed at himself. Yeah, Thor's going through a lot right now. Like, not only what I can't remember if you and I had mentioned this on the podcast. I know mm-hmm. we mentioned it off of it, but yeah. like you said. And I'm going to take what you said, and I'm going to do it for you. Go back to Thor Ragnarok. You lose your hammer. You lose your place. You lose your army. You lose basically almost everything except for these few Asgardians, like a ship full of Asgardians yeah. to come with you. Then Thanos comes. He wipes out half of those people because the Russos have said half of those people died when Thanos killed, and then half of them got snaptured. So he's at 25% of those people. Not yep. only did Thanos kill half, 
He snapped your brother's neck, like you said, like, oh, like what? A, a bird. Like a bird. A little bird. <laughs> Two um, fingers. Put him out of his misery. Broken leg. Um, like, that's basically what he did to Loki. Yeah. Then stabbed your one of your best friends in the back. Chest. Chest. As he was trying to send you and Hulk away. Yeah. Or was it just Hulk? I Hulk. can't remember. He just point. did Hulk. Um. So you lose Heimdall. He, he, was leaving Th- he was leaving Thor there to die. You leave. You also um, lose half your people. Then three fourths of your people actually. Three fourths. Then, as well, I haven't gotten to the the, the next twenty five percent, so oh, we're just sorry. at half. Okay. Then you get Stormbreaker. You're thinking, I really want to make you suffer, so instead of going for the head, you go for the chest, not knowing that. He can just snap, which also the Russos have talked about in interviews mm-hmm. that the only reason Thor was able to do that is because Thanos didn't know it was coming. Yeah. If Thanos knew it was coming, would have been able to st- stop it. And I'm going to snap as much as possible, just so you guys know, to get that point across. But that was two other things. One, he didn't know Thor was coming. Number two, like they mentioned... Thanos, it's it wasn't like a hey, I've got this gem. I know exactly how to use it. Yeah, Thanos. What we saw from the gauntlet mm-hmm. was not its final form. Was not its full potential because Thanos was still learning how to use all how of them. to use these gems and stuff. Yeah, because he was like using them here and there and like one at a time. If he know if he knew how to really use the full potential of all of those gems, Thor would have never got the axe into Thanos's chest. Exactly. But he wanted to make a point. He wanted to basically get that last dig. Before he kills him. And that's where Thanos snapped. And that's where Thor lost then half of that half. And now he's down to only 25%. Honestly, if you're talking from original Asgardians, he's less than 25%. And he's probably sitting there, like you said, should have gone for that, should have gone for that, should have gone for that. Like the meme. It is my fault that the snap happened. I had my chance to kill him. Because that's what he does. He also, he blames himself and you know Mm -hmm. it. He takes responsibility upon himself. He takes himself. things hard. He does. Very hard. Let's be fair. He hasn't had it terribly easy out of all the Avengers. No, he has He's not. lost a lot. He has not. Not saying the rest lost of them haven't. Lost his father. Lost his mother. lost his brother, his mother, his best friend. Over three-fourths of his people. Because his, let's... The place he grew up. He lost, his hammer. He's lost everything. Everything. <laughs> not to say he hasn't gotten a new hammer, but he, yeah, he's lost basically everything. Here's another. This There's is like, like what, probably an eighth of Asgardians mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. Now, from from before Thor Ragnarok. What's the payoff for him? So like, we mentioned like Iron Man's payoff is Pepper Potts. Caps would be a final dance with Peggy. Final dance with Peggy. What is Thor's payoff? Let's see. It depends. Reven- on- is it revenge? Is it just that simple? I think. I think it would be less of that. I mean, he's got to be the one to kill Thanos. That would be probably a base payoff mm-hmm. of letting him be the one to kill Thanos because he killed his brother right in front of him. He killed Heimdall right in front of him. But what I think the ultimate one, and then I'm going to say what just came okay. to my head. The ultimate one would be like getting half of his people at because he feels responsible that all of them are dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like because because he was supposed to be their leader. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I'm pretty sure Odin, I could say that because Odin is gone. Odin is gone, um, but he he's their leader because Odin's gone. He's probably feeling like he's responsible for their deaths, mm-hmm. Loki's death because he couldn't couldn't do anything about it, Heimdall's death because he couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. 
all of them. And then he's his base one would be vengeance. His next step would be getting any of them back. I think a nice rewarding mm-hmm. one to find out like, hey, Korg and Meek are alive. Some guy or even um oh Scrapper Huh? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Or even if Sif shows up. Mm-hmm. Say, here, oh my God, not everyone's dead. There is someone still here. This is kind of going with the whole Cap thing. And this yeah. is if they don't go with him going back in time for the final dance. Mm-hmm. Um, What if it's something just as simple as he sees Loki like as they're time traveling or goes back to and finally has like just has a heart to heart with Loki. Kind of like with it's like. The siblings who never saw eye to eye, but they were siblings, and he finally just lets Loki know, I love you. And you get that moment. Maybe that's why, um, maybe in between those things, mm -hmm. like um, in between, I'm trying to think where to describe when they're on that ship. The Benatar. No, No. you're talking about Thor. Thor, Thor, yeah. After Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, the big uh, escape Mm -hmm. ship. Um, What if it's like a scene in there where it's like, just a heart to heart with Loki mm-hmm. tells him, and that's why Loki goes all hero about it at the very yeah. end there. Oh shit! Like so, so, so like, let so, me, like let, Thor. Let me, let me, let me get let this me. right. I want to see if I understand you right. Okay, you're saying Thor goes back in time, mm-hmm. does the whole "I love you" thing to Loki, and that that affects Loki's decisions at the beginning of Infinity War. And why Loki did what he did was because Thor went back in time. I was hoping to get action my next did snap. That, like, so that's what you're saying. So basically Infinity War happened because of what Thor is going to do in Endgame to well, get his payoff. To no. let Loki know, like, hey, I care about you. And then that's why Loki does something very out of the ordinary yeah, very, for the Loki character. In a Loki way he did it, but mm-hmm. he very out of Lo- character for Loki. Which then comes back full circle of, like, this all happened because of Thor. Well, that part in particular. <laughs> Not all of Infinity Wars yeah. happened because of Thor, but like it it's an endless loop for him. In a sense, yeah. My, uh, he then can't he was, escape the pain, Johnny. My, That's my what brain didn't think said. of that part, but he like can't escape maybe the he's pain. like he maybe like just like Cap, maybe Cap gets mm-hmm. his dance and then like they all get like their opportunity of this mm-hmm. one thing that like Yeah. Hey, you and, can use it once. Or not even like that. It's more of like the uh it, not that you can mm-hmm. use it once, but it's like, hey, we're here. I need to fix this before I never get a chance to do it again. And Thor just tells Loki, mm-hmm. like, let's say, like, present Thor. Mm-hmm. Infinity Wars present Thor. Walks away, and then that Thor that we have from part two, mm-hmm. I'm going to just try and differentiate it that yeah. way, comes up to him, just has the heart-to-heart, tells him how he feels about it, his brother. And then that's what kind of leads Loki to mm-hmm. do the yeah. hero thing and get mm-hmm. himself I can't get my neck to snap. I was trying to get it to do it. Snapping of the neck, yeah. basically. And then, like, did, that just kind of endless loops it, but then, like, that also fixes the timeline mm-hmm. in a sense. Here's but another... Our, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. That, that get, leads Loki back into... Because he also was kind of... The thing was, he also had, had a look on his face when in Ragnarok when he said... So he, they were having a conversation, that sort of heart-to-heart conversation mm-hmm. um, when they were trying to make it to the ship. Yeah. Before they did... Uh, before he he wanted to play, uh, what was the game called? Like, am I dead or something? Or um, get help, help. <laughs> get help. Let's play, Let's play get, get help. help. I hate that game. I hate that. Game. You got a better idea? <laughs> um, here's my final question. Yeah, one character we haven't talked about because this is from a completely different trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but comes into Endgame. How does Captain Marvel show up in your mind? Because, okay, this is what we see. And I'm bringing the Captain Marvel story trailer into this. Is, so from way. the latest Captain Marvel trailer, mm-hmm. we see her punch the old lady in the face, mm-hmm. which ends up being a scrawl. Yep. Um, we get a lot of stories. So we're finding out that basically her and Yon Rog fight on Earth. The, oh, what's it called? The Megatron or the... Whatever whatever technology that Yon Rog has blows up. Um, I just can't think of the name right now. I think mm-hmm. it's like the Meg the Megatron or Magnetron? something. Magnetron, that was it. Thank you. You're welcome. Blows up, un- unlocks her powers that she has locked away. Um he then sees this, kidnaps her while she's KO'd, um, and basically wipes her memory. Hey, yeah. we're we're making you a Cree. Um and then obviously when she gets to Earth, those memories start coming back. And it's about her un, unraveling who she is. Nick Fury, also his origin story as well. We saw at the end of Infinity War, Nick Fury hit that button before he said, mother f-, and then <laughs> disappeared. How do you think, and I know she wasn't in the trailer at all. They're probably not going to do anything like that until after her movie comes probably out. Probably not, yeah. Her her insertion into the Infinity, or into the Endgame story probably won't happen until her post-credit scene. Like her post-credit scene will be something to drive us into Endgame of a holy shit moment with her. But right now, if you had to make a decision, how does she fit in? Like, what do you think is going to happen for her to come back? Is she just going to see that distress signal and come back? What do you think? I think that's mainly what's going to happen, and then how, how she's going to tie. Because she's supposed to be the trump card. Yeah, well, I mean, that and Thor with his <laughs> Stormbreaker now. <laughs> yeah, but we got a mentally uh, fragile Thor right now. Yeah, he is mentally mm-hmm. fragile, which is probably why he's in that yeah. lockdown mm-hmm. um, or lockup, however mm-hmm. you want to put, put that. Um, I think she's going to be sort of the power trump card because we sort of don't, right now, as of now, we don't have a Hulk. Mm-hmm. We have a mentally fragile Thor. Iron Man is gone. Mm-hmm. Black Panther's gone. Doctor Strange is gone. We we need some backup. The question I'm going to ask. So follow what's going to happen is she's going to she's well obviously she's just going to she's mm-hmm. coming back to Earth because of that distress signal. Does she find Tony and Nebula on the way to Earth? Ooh. And that's how Tony is. I've seen I've seen that been floated out there. That's not a what bad one. What do you one. think? She's the one that finds them. Tony meets C- Captain Marvel. She saves them. What if she realizes that like she's flying past? Realizes this ship is just floating. Yeah. So Wait, she, there's life on there. Like, can maybe sense maybe she can sense it, life. or even just like past the window sees Tony just sitting in there. Tony's just looking back, out into the abyss, like fuck. just sees this thing going. Because I could also see it where he just sits there in like uh, Star Lord's chair and is just like, "All right, this is it." Like, because we've had these Tony moments before where it's like, "All right, this is it. I'm just gonna sit here and I'm just gonna fade off and like I, I'm gonna think of Pepper and he's just really emotional and it's gonna be there." And as he closes his eyes, just, and it's like, what? And then, bam, Captain Marvel, here I come to save the day. What if Mighty it's Mouse style. Your, uh, your thing of, like, he's sitting in the chair, mm-hmm. and very symbolic, decides. The symbology. Decides, takes oh, this. what if he takes, takes it, it off? And just throws it. And that's, like, what if that's the thing, like, he throws it on the ground, it kind of sparks up a little bit brighter. The light, it's like, and what? as she's zooming by. She sees the light. Sees that light and shoots back over to it. Mm-hmm. Could be. 
And that oh, would be man, very. I didn't even think about how that. symbolic I, that would be. I could. I couldn't even like. If Tony was like, you know what, I'm gonna take because I could see Tony. I'm taking it into my own hands. I'm going off. I'm going out on my terms. Yeah. I'm well, no, gonna, he doesn't need this anymore. Oh, I thought this it, is all no because um in. Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. he gets the surgery to have That's it right. taken out so he doesn't need it mm-hmm. inside of him. Then That's why would he a, take it out? I'm saying he takes it off. But why? Just because he's like, I, I should, like, sort of a symbolism, I should have done this in the first place when he was talking to Pepper. Mm-hmm. And just takes it and tosses it on the ground. Basically like, uh, the, oh. Because remember, in, in Infinity hanging Wars. Hanging it up in your closet. Yeah. Kind of a thing. The skeleton. Do you really want to really go into that closet? Um, that's horror thing because he said mm-hmm. when there's no more monsters I'll get rid of this and now there's both a ton of monsters but uh, it's like they, I should so, I should have listened to I you I should have done this instead I should have focused on you yeah and that I didn't even think about that that'd like, be some cool symbolism yeah but that is what I've been seeing thrown out there is that she is the one to save Iron Man and Nebula and get them back to Earth. Or at least another planet to refuel. Yes. I cannot wait for her movie because um, not only is it going to be awesome, uh, it just leads us right into Avengers Endgame. Anything we did not hit here that you um, think we need to hit? Because we have gone for a while on this one. This going to be like a 50-minute-ish long segment just talking. There probably we, is more, but we, we should u- probably give we them a break. Usually, we usually do this, though, with Avengers and yeah. stuff. Like, well, there's probably more we could talk about, but let's give them a break. Yeah, I mean, there is some stuff probably in there, but we're going to end it here. Endgame, were you shocked at that as the title card? Honestly, no. I was excited. The Ant-Man thing. What did you think of the final Oh, Jesus Ant-Man? Christ, we did forget about That's Ant-Man right. thing. We, we got it. Okay, that Ant-Man. is important. We got to touch Ant-Man. What, how do you think he gets out of the quantum realm? Because... Obviously, that is showing. I think that, I talked uh, about it a little bit in another another part of this. We've talked but, about how they use the quantum realm, but, but that's like, what I'm saying is that's how he gets out. Is he's like, hey, I have no fucking way of getting out. Mm-hmm. He's probably there for like the doorways and stuff. Yeah, the whatever time things that mm-hmm. the Van Dyme said not to jump into because he's Janet Van Dyme. Because this looks like he's in present day. Yeah, because well, because he said it's at the door. Because Cap goes, "Is this a recording?" And she goes, "No, this is the front door." What if he's in there for uh, like years, mm-hmm. and as soon as he jumps through one of them, shoots him back out to like where he was? Oh, I see. What you're like doing. waiting, wait at least a year. What mm-hmm. if he's in there for like a year, and as soon as he goes, I, "I've been in here like way too long. Mm-hmm. I just I've got to try it." It's like what else is going to happen? Yeah. Kind of like an Iron Man thing of like he's just floating. Yeah, he's he is just floating. It's, it's like at this point, it's like what what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. I'm not being pulled out of here. What do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. So just jumps in there, ends up in present our present day. Yeah, and he goes straight to finds out. Okay, all three of these, um, Pim and both mm-hmm. Van Dyne women are missing. Yeah, uh, and then realizes. Okay, I need to find something like maybe his daughter's missing too. We don't even know. Let's hope not. We know we, that we have too many people missing already. The only thing we know for sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, at the end of Ant Man Two, that Anthony Anthony is alive because he yes. was playing the drums at the end. Yes, he was. Anthony he's, was still he okay. He's playing Guitar Hero at the end. As long as Anthony's still okay. No, no, it wasn't Anthony. It was. I uh, it was. No, Ant. Anthony was the from Ant Man One. Yeah, the, the one that got killed. What's the big one then? That was I don't the remember that one's name. I think it, 
I think he had a different name. We'll go look that up. I'm Tell calling us. him Jeff until someone corrects me. <laughs> Jeff is still Really? Alive. You can't like go Antonio? <laughs> and Antonio it's, Banderas. Yeah, it's got to be an ant name. Come on, Ricky. Uh, let's go with Anthena. Let's make it a girl. Does that have to be a guy? Fine. Fine. Go with that. <laughs> Whatever. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know. Oh, also, last thing. Um, last, last thing. So no, last, thing remember, last, last thing. Remember last year when they were like, hey, we're moving it up? Yeah. Um, They basically told us that with the first trailer. I know. It's April. It's in April. I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> I looked at it and went, well, guess I'm not watching the NFL draft again. More like, fuck, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Would rather. I love the NFL draft. Great night. Um, uh, this is more important. God, that's going to be a long night. That's going to be another Avengers Endgame reaction after, right after the movie. I don't care what you say. I'm executive executive ordering it that we do the reaction right after the movie. Execute order sixty six. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is the only reference of this that I'll ever do. I'm basically trumping it up here and just putting my signature on that and saying we're doing that reaction right after the movie, so it's fresh in our head. Um, and that's gonna be just like last year for me. I say bon voyage to you, Dave and Sean or Mark, whoever's gonna do it with me um, this year. We do our draft podcast, and I am up till 5 a.m. on that night as well. So that's going to be a fun night that I can. It might not be the same night, but it probably will be. Um, so there's that. But let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Now that I say that, we are officially over an hour for this segment. But let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. Actually, it's not going to be over an hour because there's six minutes of kind of BS that we did at the beginning of the podcast. Yep. But let us know what you think down below in that comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on. We're staying in the Marvel's universe, but... Universe. The universe. Uh, but we are moving into a different movie. I am upset with Sony and Marvel. Wow. Um, because we did not... I, I have not seen the trailer yet. Like, like we mentioned earlier, could not get our tickets to Brazil. Um so we could not go to the Comic-Con event that was happening in San Paulo um, at Brazil Comic-Con. But we did get a trailer for Spider-Man. We have descriptions and everything. But before I get into the trailer, you know what's the thing I love from the press conference? The only thing that I did see from interviews hmm. is Jake Gyllenhaal even joking around already about uh, Spoiler-Man. Mm-hmm. being Tom Holland, where he basically says, like, yeah, most of it is just Tom likes to talk too much, and we just have to say, hey, kid, shut up. <laughs> hey, shut up. We like, have to hold him. Shut up right We have to here. make him hold back. Where then Dave said the, and I don't even know if Dave wants me to say this, but I'm saying it anyways. He's like, I just look at Jake Hall and he's like, I like him, but then it's like you look at him and you go, you look like a douche. I should hate you. <laughs> like, you like him, but you look like you should hate him. But... Let's go through the trailer really quick, and then we're going to give our expectations for what we expect from Spider-Man Far From Home. So this is from IGN. I'm just going to read it exactly like they have it. The trailer begins with Peter Parker, Aunt May, and Happy Hogan. Could be getting a uh, relationship, a little romance between Happy and Aunt May. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but it may happen. Who tries to flirt with May? Peter is going on a school trip to Europe. With MJ and Ned, and while packing his clothes, he leaves his Spider-Man suit at home. His objective is to go overseas and just take a brief rest from his life as a superhero. Well, duh, he came back from being dead. I would think that he would want to take a break. Um, 
The group goes to Venice, Italy, sees the canals, and there is some sort of budding romance between Peter and MJ. I'm gonna Who say thunk. I'm gonna say MJ. They write Michelle. Right, MJ. It's MJ. Do it right. Um, soon after that, we see Peter in a hotel room with Ned when a mysterious person suddenly appears to shoot a trink dart at Ned. It is Nick Fury, who is calling on Spider-Man for a mission. Several new uniforms are presented, like the stealth suit, um, similar to the noir suit, and the classic uniform with the spider webs under the arms. Ooh. At the end of the trailer, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio makes his entrance to help Spider-Man against a new enemy, Hydro-Man, in a breathtaking sequence. Yes, it looks like Spider-Man and Mysterio are going to fight together in this movie. The sequence sees Hydro-Man emerge from the wa- from the Venice waters to attack the Italian city in a sequence full of explosions, screams, and chaos. Spider-Man starts to fight him, but but gets into a little trouble, and that's when Mysterio appears to help him at the end of the trailer. It should be noted that in the trailer, at least, Mysterio wears his armor, but not his distinctive fishbowl helmet. He also appears to work in some capacity for Nick Fury. There is no mention of the events of Infinity War in this trailer. Johnny, what are you thinking? What are your expectations? I know we're not seeing it. We're just reading it off a page. But from what I just read, what are your thoughts? What do you want to start with when it comes to Spider-Man Far From Home? Um, still wrapping my head around Mysterio being a hero. For now. For now. For now. I, I, think, think, I think he makes his turn in this movie. I think so, too. I think it's going to be like, in my opinion, I think it's going to be more like a Spider-Man um, either takes his glory mm-hmm. type thing, his, his illusions of grandeur, mm-hmm. or like Spider-Man wrongs him in mm-hmm. some way. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to be, now, now Spider-Man, and then this is going to be, tar- it's going to turn on him, and then mm-hmm. Mysterio is going to be the villain partway yeah. through. Add the fishbowl, yada, yada. Well, it could also just be that also S.H.I.E.L.D. found him, thought, hey, we're not going to hire you to be an agent, but we like this certain, per- the Liam Neeson of, I have a particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. We like those skills. We want to be able to use those. We're going to give you a suit. And then. S.H.I.E.L.D. is going back to S.H.I.E.L.D. things. Basically, yeah. But uh, Nick Fury thinks he's on the right side of it. Basically, bend the rules um, if they apply to you and if they help you out in the end game. But uh, see what I did there? The end game. Um, no, no, we're not mentioning that. Not mentioning that in this, Ricky. I wonder if the, like, when we get to Mysterio final form, if when he does snap, he's just going to take that shield issue, like, suit that he has and tweak it. Yeah, no, I think... Tweak it to look like his and then add the fishbowl. I think so. And maybe, like, the fishbowl will be like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's also armored or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. like... Maybe. I mean... Obviously, we're... I think they're going to make the fishbowl look... mm -hmm. Cool cool in some yeah. way or another we do know there's lights on it because yeah. in an interview um at the con he said that like there were sometimes where the lights would malfunction mm-hmm. and he's like it'd be weird you'd be giving this scene and you're acting it out and you're just looking around like why is everyone giving me weird looks uh and then you look down it's like because he's like in the helmet yeah he's like i can't see anything so we know the helmet's in it yeah he's gonna he's be like, in the helmet he's like point. when the helmet's on he goes i can't see like, what's going on? Um, 
So he's like, you're just looking, and he's like, I can't see the suit, but I can see faces. And it's like, why is everyone giving me weird looks? I'm kind of acting out this nice dramatic scene. And it's because the suit lights defi- decide to go disco mode on him. Yeah. Just kind of flash or get too bright where you can't, no one else can see. Yeah, basically. Um, but the thing in this is, I want the thing I want from this, and we even saw this in clips before um, the trailer. There was a clip of like Spider Man, and then MJ wraps his wraps her legs around him, and they jump off. Like he's kind of like, "Hey, get on! I'll go somewhere or save it." Yeah, now your neck cracks. I know, right? When you want it, when you don't want it to. Yeah, effect. I heard that pop. Yeah. Um, of course, not not when we're talking about Loki. I wonder how the relationship with MJ and Peter Parker is going to develop in this movie. Yeah, I think they're gonna. Uh, obviously, they're gonna do show the budding romance so we can get that finally get the MJ and Spider Man thing. Mm-hmm. Going, but I don't think it's going to be blatantly focused on it, obviously, because we got yeah two. Well, one new villain for sure. One development of villain. You're saying the new villain is Hydro Man. Hydro the Man development is Mysterio. Yes. Okay. And so we got those two things to mainly focus on. But yeah, they're, obviously they're going to show the budding uh mm-hmm. de- relationship development. Mm-hmm. Just so like, hey, people aren't like. Where the hell is the Spider-Man and MJ thing? Mm-hmm. I wonder, too, if... So we know they filmed that um, a scene in... It's supposed to, in the movie, take place in Prague. Um, the carnival scene. Mm-hmm. And that's where everyone was flipping out, where it's like, oh, my God, are we going to get the black suit Spider-Man? Because we saw him on the Ferris wheel, and he was in a black suit. Um, and everyone, like I said, freaked out. Oh, my God, black suit Spider-Man, Venom, what's going on here? Um, but... I wonder if that's going to be a scene, because in the comics, Mysterio and Spider-Man have a pretty epic fight at a carnival. Mm -hmm. I wonder, and this is me just playing at it, of course we don't have as much to go on as we did Avengers Endgame, but is this going to be a moment either A, where Mysterio snaps, or B, right after Mysterio has snapped? I think it's going to be when or right after, Mm -hmm. because... It, I think, no, I think it might be a right after mm-hmm. in my money because that's his, like a perfect. Like his first attack to lure Spider-Man in. I think that's like a perfect element for him. Mm-hmm. All the la- flashing lights, the thing. The funhouse mirrors. Funhouse mirrors. Anything he can alter, mm-hmm. especially when he gets him into the funhouse, like gets him into the funhouse. Because I gets, believe that's if right he gets out him of the, the funhouse as well. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I think at least once if you, he's used a con- uh, funhouse. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's his specialty. Um effects light and sound effects mm-hmm. so making things almost realistic enough to actually cause damage mm-hmm. or making it real enough to cause damage but still like i mean then it's like and then like the first time we've ever seen the spider sense actually used mm-hmm. infinity war yes so maybe he's still getting used to the spider sense whoa well, and, and this might like throw it haywire yeah and i mean also we don't know if because he got snapped away. Mm-hmm. We don't know if coming out of the snap, that affects the Spidey sense. But basically, too. for a normal human like us, mm-hmm. it's just, oh, our equilibrium would be off. Like, our balance would be like, whoa, okay, I was just dead, and I didn't exist. Now I exist again. And, like, first off, wrapping our mind around that, because I'm assuming with everything that's changing... From Endgame, 
I think I'm assuming it's going to be something where the and eh, you know what I wonder the people that come back are they going to remember being snapped away or will it be they don't remember so Peter Parker does not remember being snapped but Thor Cap Hawkeye um, Scarlet, Black Widow uh, uh, Black Widow Bruce Hulk, Banner they all remember it because they never got snapped away mm-hmm. Iron Man remembers because they never got snapped Nebula. away. I feel like two people would have a the feeling of of something happening. Like, like maybe not being like, yeah, I know what happened, but like, hey, something just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like two people feels off. Two people. Spider Man because of Spider Sense. Yeah. Doctor Strange. No. That's not well, he could maybe. There's someone else I was thinking. Mantis. Oh, yeah, because the, the empathy thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like she could possibly feel but, that, like, but something's off. But wasn't that mostly what people's feel? Like, with hers, it would be feet, like, getting the sense of, like... But she also, right before they mm-hmm. all turn to dust, yeah. something's coming. True. So I feel like that that might have a, True. a play into Cause I, it. Because I was saying with that, like, more of, like, a... Like, if she's talking to Iron Man, why do you feel this way? Mm-hmm. Like, you feel something, like something bad had happened, but I don't know exactly what it is. I but, mean, and Rocket's still alive, so he'll still have known, too. But like you said, with, uh, she did say the, oh, something something bad is coming, and then... Something's <sighs> coming, and, like, obviously, like, maybe it's, like, just that strong. Because Peter fought it. Peter he did. fought it with the, I think the Spidey sense is what made him fight it. Obviously, yeah, strong will of. But how... like, do you think that in this movie we'll see that where it's like the equi- the Spidey sense equilibrium is off? I so... think it might be. Maybe it's like mm-hmm. it'll play into that of him trying to. Fi- Maybe that will play into. And it, Mysterio sort of... knows that by working with him, and then can use it against him when he turns. Maybe on yeah. Him. Once he like maybe like during the fight with Hydro Man, mm-hmm. he realizes. Hmm. Not that he knows he has a spider sense, but it's like, huh, he. He sort of knew that that was coming, but it's also, like, sluggish on the reaction. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to, like, becoming the villain part of it, he plays into that, especially since that's his expertise, and realizes... With all the effects to throw off that Spidey sense. Exactly, just to keep, like... Basically kind of, oh, what's the, oh, what's the analogy I want to use with it? Where it's kind of like... You're making it to where, like, for example, like, if you really loud sounds to kind of make it to where it can't focus on yeah. anything. Like or, what? Like in a video game when you throw a f- flashbang into a room. Yes, exactly. You know that like, something's going on, but. Where it's just that. And the ringing. seen in the comics of, like, even, like, in the animated series, my Spidey sense, my Spidey sense, like, whoa, where is it coming from? I don't know. Like, yeah. I can't get a pinpoint so He on knows anything. what's coming, but not from where. He knows that something is coming. Yeah, exactly. But doesn't know what, where, who, huh? Like, exactly. anything about it and can't, like, find But, like, direction. he'll be learning still of, like, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, we got one inkling of it in Infinity War of mm-hmm. his hair all stood on end, which was a cool... Effect. Mm-hmm. I'll have to add that like when the ship was coming in, and, and he it just, all just it all just stood up. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. like, he took that second flip. Obviously, like the first thing you do, that distraction. He well, the first thing you do is you flip your head all the way around because you're trying to like observe everything going on. Yeah, and so like you saw that because he didn't know what was coming. Exactly, he doesn't know what's coming, when, where, how. He just, just knows something, something is, is happening. Off. Yeah, something is minorly off, 
and I gotta figure out what it or is. Or it may play into the effect that the other side of it is mm-hmm. they everyone may know that they got snapped away. Do you think so? Maybe because they. What do you think is gonna happen? I want to know I, what's going on in your head. What would you? I'm say? like on the fence of it because it would be it'd be a little bit more dramatic mm-hmm. to make it that hey, we all know we got snapped away, and it's like you're trying to deal with the fact that I wasn't here. Hmm. I I'm gonna agree with you. I think three people will know. Three people, Spider Man because of the Spidey sense because mm-hmm. he fought it. Yeah, Mantis and Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange knew what was going to happen because he was sitting there going, yeah. going through all the possibilities. Does your friend always do that? So he like Doctor Strange knows because he basically looked at the ending. Yeah, and he, he went to the adventure book and kind of looked at the end and went, ah, okay. Yeah. The one thing I was thinking, too, though, is Mantis, it could be the reason she knew something was coming is because she feels empathy. And if, mm-hmm. like, it worked instead of it, if it didn't, like, just blanket the whole thing and, like, worked as a wave throughout the galaxy or the universe, mm-hmm. everything before that, the amount, the the emotions that just... And the amount of emotions that were just... I know. Gone. All of that just kind of, mm-hmm. like, tidal waving towards... Yeah. Like, them. Towards Titan. Yeah, towards Titan. Just let's mm-hmm. say that maybe that's how it worked. Let's say it's a, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's just a blanket, everything just at one time. Yeah. But if it worked like a, a, a tidal wave, like dominoes, just came across the universe. Mm-hmm. All that emotion she could probably feel throughout the universe mm-hmm. of what the like confusion, um, mm-hmm. anger, scare, people being scared. All that emotion is happening. At one all time. At one time. Just bam. All at one time. Exactly. So it didn't seem like it was. Here's another question I have, and this is off of that. Yeah, go ahead. Mysterio turns villain at the end. I, I think we're on that same I think we're on the same page. page with that. The end of, and I know a post-credit scene question here is kind of like, Ricky, we haven't seen Captain Marvel. We haven't seen um, Avengers Endgame. Because apparently this is supposed to, the start of this movie is taking place moments after Endgame happens. Like, there is not a lot of time. Like, it's basically Endgame and then Far From Home. Yeah. Like, it's basically how they happen back to back. Do you think one of the post-credit scenes for Spider-Man Far From Home, if, let's say, we get that Mysterio turns to a villain, Mm -hmm. should be the Vulture recruiting him for the Sinister Six to set that up still? One of them. I don't know about Vulture specifically. Because right now we got Vulture and Scorpion. Oh, the Sinister Six, didn't we six have of right now. No, we didn't have anyone else, do we yet? No, because like, we don't know. Like, we didn't have... Harry Osborn has not Hydro Man and? Do they both get recruited? Do they just mention, like... Does he just go to Mysterio right now, and then later they'll get Hydro Man? Maybe. Like, oh, wait. On? We hear you also have a little friend. Exactly. Type like thing? He's kind of like the Scorpion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where Scorpion talked to Vulture, but do you think that... Obviously, Sony would want that because for their properties, they're building up their universe. Do you think that's something that they put in that movie of, hey, you know what? We're going to throw this kind of in there to set up that sinister scene. I think so. I think, that, well, after credit scene, obviously, mm-hmm. again. Um, it's either Scorpion will set it up or, let's see, Scorpion will set it up. Mm-hmm. Maybe Vulture. I want to feel more like it's Scorpion that's going to set up because he's already kind of trying to recruit Vulture as well, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. And then, or 
we get to the we finally get to see at least the glimpse of a, the mastermind behind it. Okay, behind the sinister. Scene. Yes, the one that's initially because didn't didn't Scorpion say like Norman someone Os- Norman Osborn revealer Oc- Doc Ock, hey, or Doc Ock or do- what if it's like just sh- someone in the shadows talking to Mysterio and it's a Doc Ock? No, like prison cell the mm-hmm. the wall between them on the phone yeah and you don't see any of his face you maybe see like sort of the the silhouette ish mm-hmm. and he's talking to him leans forward a little bit and you see the gleam on the glasses mm-hmm. and just one of the Ooh. that would be that would be oh <laughs> you like I, that don't I, you i do i do i like the subtlety uh, of that. uh disney so Disney. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears really quick okay. and throw a curveball at you. No, um, I'm bad at baseball. Because I did like I did want to mention this, but I didn't want to make a full segment out of it. Yeah. Before we go into the Kim Possible stuff that we we're gonna do to end the show, I want to throw a little X Men at you because there's two things from dun, Dark Phoenix dun, dun, that were thrown out this yeah. week. The first one's a small one, but it's kind of like hmm, important. Apparently, Fox. Asked Kevin Feige to review the Dark Phoenix script. So not necessarily. So according to comicbook.com, writer and director Simon Kinberg revealed that Feige reviewed the script and tone for Dark Phoenix. The news comes from Twitter user Lodix, who attended the film, uh, offended the film's recent panel at CCXP in Brazil. It's doubtful that any cast members from the current X-Men series will reprise their roles once Marvel is in charge. So Feige possibly wasn't uh, sowing the seeds for any future MCU happenings. It's more likely that he was just trying to help them make the best possible movie. Feige has also indicated that even when the merger is complete, a new X-Men franchise is still ways away. Keep that tucked away really quick mm-hmm. because this is an interesting thing for me and relates to Spider-Man. This isn't the first time that Feige has given his two cents on a non-Marvel Studios film prior to its release. After Sony Picture, after the Sony Pictures hack in 2014, emails leaked between Feige and Amy Pascal. Their correspondence from late 2013 detailed Feige's criti- like, critiques of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which came out the following summer. Among several other notes, Feige expressed concerns with the film's opening scene, as well as the performances of Andrew Garfield and Paul Giamatti. Most of his comments were ignored, and the Spider-Man franchise was later rebooted again at Marvel Studios with Tom Holland. That last part, I saw that, and I was like, that's why I didn't like that movie. You took everything that... The Godfather of Marvel right now. Um, I know that people are going to think that's a slap in the face of Stan Lee. It's not. Kevin Feige is the granddaddy of them all when it comes to the MCU films. The MCU, yeah. Um, you're just going to be like, hey, want to review our film? Oh, thanks. No, we're not going to do any of that. Screw you. What, what, no. what are you talking about? We just asked you because we wanted to show you that we were making a pimp new movie. Um, but back to the X-Men thing. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Feige reviews it. Then there's another article on Screen Rants. The first one was from SuperheroHype.com. Mm-hmm. This one's from Screen Rants. Dark Phoenix director reveals 
X-Men film draws on Secret Invasion comics. I don't know about you, Johnny. It seems a little bit too coincidental that you had Kevin fight. Like, the X-Men are coming to Disney. MCU's going to get the X-Men. Dark Phoenix is being was asked to be reviewed, the script at least, by Kevin Feige, and it's drawing a lot from a storyline that Marvel is going to tell this March in Captain Marvel. But you're going to tell me that Kevin Feige wasn't sowing any seeds. Basically what it is, and this is my thought, and then I'll throw it to you, they graciously, because they didn't have to, we're like, hey, we we know you're doing Secret Invasion stuff. We're drawing on that, too. Does any of this fuck with anything you're doing with Captain Marvel? Because I don't no. think any of the X-Men from Dark Phoenix are going to be X-Men in the MCU. I don't think what so. do you think about all this after I've laid it out at your feet? It's very... Um, I'm trying to think how to, how to take that. Because um, he's... It almost seems like, hey, I want you guys to start setting a little bit up for me as mm-hmm. well. I'm not necessarily going to use your characters. I can make them all scroll if I want. Well, here's the thing I thought in my when I took a shower hmm. yesterday. Um, here's what you can basically happen is the events of Endgame happen. Don't retcon anything with like – because I'm taking this idea from Nick Scarpino at Kind of Funny. Okay. Where – he was like, wouldn't it be cool if the events of Endgame happen and we come back, new Tony Stark? It's not Robert Downey. It's whoever's taken the mantle after him. Sherry. All the characters all the characters are like, oh, that's Tony. But to us, it looks different. Yeah. They could basically make that excuse for the All X-Men of that. because the Avengers characters don't know what they look like. Only we do. So basically, it's a... End game happens. Everyone comes back from the snap. The X Men are new to us. The X Men are new characters. They're just new people. Or one since if we go are if it is for sure a time mm-hmm. travel thing, one of the thing alters something in there and sort of creates the X Men in our in the MCU. Maybe or finally like shows like that. Well, I mean, technically we do. We have Scarlet Witch and we had Quicksilver, which from what I hear, Quicksilver mm-hmm. will be returning for Endgame. Or will he? In, that's what I hear. Or in, okay. back into the MCU okay. after Endgame. Okay. Maybe it's just for a fla- like a flashback scene Maybe. is what I'll consider them. Because mm-hmm. um, he's kind of dead. He's kind of dead. He's kind of dead. Alter some things. That's but why I was also thinking alterations and other side. alter stuff, but Yeah. Um, maybe that will like set it up to where it's like, hey... They are finally show us that, hey, they're not miracles. They're mm-hmm. mutants. They were put under immense stress. Magneto comes to be like, I am your father. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, I am your father. I am your father. I am your father. I just find it a little bit fishy that it's like, hey, he's not changing stuff. Don't worry. Oh, wait. By the way, we're drawing on a storyline that Marvel's going to be using. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I kind of look at that. What a coincidence. Hey, we don't want to screw anything up, so here you go. Um, It could be them just not wanting to screw things up for Marvel. Or I would think it's maybe, hey, you know what? We've already kind of, we've basically bought your properties. Mm -hmm. Why don't you be a deer? Why don't you be a deer and and help us out? And, like, just kind of let us set, let us use, like, 
Or like, what if they're more like Fox saying, hey, you know what? Is there some way we can help set you guys up mm-hmm. for this? Hey, we'll help. We will help you. You. We will help you set it up. You help us end this with a bang. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a thing. A uh, win-win for everyone. Yeah. That way, you guys are set up to mm-hmm. introduce the X Men and mutants when you want to, mm-hmm. and we don't go out like, oh shit. Yeah. I just. Well, I'm not. Who, who wants I'm, to? I'm not hyped for Dark Dark Phoenix. But seriously, it is like, like I at this point, I wouldn't care if I didn't see it. Well, let's put it this way. Would you rather... Meaning, like, I'm gonna go see it, but, like, if they said they're not coming out with the movie, I would not be upset. Let's put it this way. What If you were to make the movie, would you rather have people going out with, like, it was okay, oh, or, no, like, oh, it was go, shit. You want people to go see it. You want people to go see that. it, but you don't want people, like, come, come out of the movie yes. saying, well, it was just... Like, you, you'd rather... And now... The end is near. You want it to be that kind of a moment. Well, uh, even you're, like, you're playing Frankie and it's like everyone loves your movie. And uh, even, yes, we went off on top. Basically, it's the I'll bring in the sports reference. You want to win the championship and retire. If nothing else, I'd rather go all of, yeah, the movie was fine or the movie was okay as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, the movie was okay. That was okay movie. Nah, that movie was a piece of shit. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want you don't people want doing that. that. So you want, like, you want to get fight. You mm-hmm. say, hey, you help us just like just don't be like Sony and ask them to review it and, and then do nothing do with nothing it. Do nothing with it, which is probably the like because that's one of one of the worst scenes to me was the one with <laughs> no offense to Paul Giamatti, but I hated that. You didn't scene. like Paul Giamatti in the movie? Well, it was it was a big fat liar with uh, with Frankie Muniz? No, with, I uh, with Malcolm in the middle, big no, fat liar I, with, with Paul Giamatti. No, I hated him in that guy. scene of being the Rhino. Paul Giamatti, the Rhino, Big Fat. I think it was Big. Yeah, fat liar. it was Big Fat Liar. Hell yeah, it was. That was Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes, baby. Yeah, man, that's our childhood. That's what we. That's what we grew up with. Uh, you want to know how old we were when that movie came out? Like ten, twelve. Come oh. on, two thousand and two. Holy crap! Google users gave it a ninety percent. I don't wow. remember it being that good. I remember it. So I mean, I remember the movie. I just don't remember anything crap. about it. The budget for that movie, 15 mil. It made 53 mil. On Rotten Tomatoes, guess what score it got? Hmm. Four? No. 42%. <laughs> I got one. So it's a sub-500 movie. See? I got, um, I got On Rotten Tomatoes. But this is where you guys can. No one let it right. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section about Spider-Man Far From Home. And also with the X-Men, I threw that in as a curveball to Johnny. Let us know what you guys are thinking in that comment section. But Johnny, let's close out the podcast. And this is a segment that's going to be near and dear to my uh, my heart. Hurt. Um, my hurt. Because hurt. I saw, I don't know when this came out. I just saw it on Facebook this week and was like, Johnny and I need to talk about this. We knew a live-action Kim Possible movie was coming to Disney Channel um, for a Disney Channel original movie, but we were – I don't know about you. I was skeptic, um, and I was like, you know what? It'll probably be fine, but yet again, there was the kid in my head that was like, my, my nostalgia. Mine. Don't touch my nostalgia. Don't touch it. Don't ruin my nostalgia. That's basically what I was like, but Johnny, I saw this trailer. I'm probably overhyping it here because it's a Disney Channel original movie, but it looks really good for a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just saying to it someone really on the break. Good. Really like, good. It looks good for a Disney Channel original movie. It was good. Like the best thing about it, trailer down below in the description, by the way, is so the actress that they have to play Kim Possible, I will be completely honest, does not like 
yeah, she's got red hair, but she does. It's not like she is the embodiment of Kim Possible, where it's like I don't hate it, but you know what? It's not like this is an exact replica of what Kim Possible is. But I'm telling you, when you look at Todd Stashwick and Taylor Ortega mm-hmm. as Shigo and Doctor Draken, it is like hey, we pulled them straight from the comics and put them on your screen. Like identical. identical yeah, no, they look they look what good. They, were in the they look good. Well, like you said, you want to see uh Stashwick kind of do the whiny Dr. Draken. I would or love the mad to see that. Dr. Draken because all we got is a little bit of his voice and he sounds exactly like what Dr. Draken was in yeah. the cartoon. Yeah, no, I want to hear him like scream whiny Shigo and then but complain Shigo, about Shigo. She always wins. <laughs> I'm not a good Dr. Dragon. I, do, so I can't do either. That. I haven't. Pat Oswalt's so also in it. He's yeah. Doctor, he's Professor Dementor. I don't remember I him 100%. Was, I think that was one of the I side think he villains. did the voice in the actual cartoon for that, too. Did if he? I, maybe. I feel like he did. Christy Romano's in it. I think it'd be. Christy Romano is in it. So you might be saying, huh, Christy Romano. The original Kim Possible is in it. They just don't say what role. Mm. So. Even Steven's fame, Kim Possible fame, the one that they're like, why didn't you get Christy Romano to uh, play it? I don't know. Maybe because she doesn't look like I am happy they didn't because let's be honest. She's supposed to be a high schooler. Supposed to be a high schooler. Christy Romano was born in 1984, Johnny. Yeah. So she is six years older than us. She is well into her 30s. Yeah, no. She's like 35, 36. If my math serves me correct, because I'm 28, she was born in March, so when I'm 29, I'll be 29 right before her birthday, so that means six years from 29, she will be turning 35 this year. Hmm. She'll be turning 35 in 2019. Yeah, no, you I don't don't know many 35-year-olds that can play a high schooler. Not really. I could see, like, a 25-year-old playing a high schooler. Yeah, but 35. But not a 35-year-old. Kind of pushing it. But I think, I feel like seeing her on the IMDb page, she's going to be in it to be, like, they'll run into each other. And it'll be, like, for us, like, oh, my God, that's the original Kim Possible. That's her voice. Um, but let me see. Uh, Patton Oswalt. I'm going to look this up while you give off some of the things that you're thinking about with this trailer. Um, I mean... Like I said, I think it looks good for a Disney Channel movie. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to go on my way and watch it yet. Mm-hmm. Or Oh, I'm going to watch it. I know you are. Like hardcore. Gonna I think the it. only thing I'll like try, like check it out, or at least pieces of it, is just to see how Dr. Drake and Shigo actually are in it. You're right. He was Professor Dementor in the original cartoon. <laughs> You're welcome. You are 110% correct. <laughs> that is awesome that they're bringing him back to play that character in live action. I almost feel like he probably wanted to. Yeah, I know he wanted to. Um, but like that's also something where, because you don't see that often. No. Because usually it's like, hey, your voice is really good for the character, but you don't look anything like the character. No, so he looks like the character, him. doesn't he? Yeah, he does. So, I mean, they <laughs> could use him. Because that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, hey, he looked like the character, and he made, I think he did the voice. I'm trying to see other things. I know we didn't get this from the trailer, mm-hmm. but Lily Aldrin um, yeah. from High Met Your Mother is, gonna is be... Kim Possible's mom, yeah. Dr. Anne Possible. That's going to be interesting because um, she's always been kind of like the – she was a cool character. The mom was a cool character. Like you could tell she was cool. Yeah. Like I just see Lily Aldrin 
in my head. So that's why it's interesting. Here's the other thing I want to ask you. Are you upset that we didn't see much of Ron or Rufus? Not yet. Because Ron, all we saw is one frame. A of him frame running into the back of, of him. He just pushes her as they're Accidentally runs into her, yeah. yeah. Like, do you think in this movie they're going to know each other already or are they going to be meeting for the first time? Uh, I think they're going to know each other already, but I think it's going to be just like, we don't need to see him and he's not like detrimental to the thing right now. Maybe there's another trailer comes but, out. But Rufus is. Of course he is. Ru- no naked mole rat. Come on, guy. I mean, I-, I hope you're still working on the CGI for that naked mole Maybe rat. that's why we didn't Maybe. get that. Because they- they're like still working for a Rufus it's CGI. An Aqu- it's an Aquaman situation. Exactly. They didn't want to give us a trailer with crappy CGI. Exactly. So they're going to do good Rufus CGI for it. Oh, or man. Disney Channel good Rufus CGI. <laughs> good Rufus CGI. I'm sorry. I'm going to be upset I hate if to he's say not it, like, in it, though. I am, too. But go on with what you were going to say. Um, Actually, that was it. <laughs> What, that you're going to be upset if he's not in it? Yeah, basically that. I mean, are they, they going to pull as of what we know now? Mm-hmm. There's no one casted for Iago in the D- Aladdin movie? Exactly. Don't do that to me. I'm just throwing it out there. Don't do that to us just like you're doing it in your Disney movie. You know what? I'm gonna... Unless the, maybe they fixed it by now. You know what else I want to look Because I really figure quick. IMDb it, right? Well, well, what are you talking about? I, there's no... Uh, there's no voice for Rufus. Rufus was a No, sign. I was talking about Iago. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm I looking at... I so, Iago. So or, I'm going to go to Patton Oswalt again. Yeah. Um, Kim Possible, instead of looking... Because I'm assuming they're going to do the same thing as um, Romano's character. Like, Romano, like, hey, they're in it, but we're not going to say who she's playing. I don't know if Will Freedy is... And I said that wrong. Friedel is in this movie. He is not. What? Oh, no. Okay. Wait, what now? So, Eric Matthews. Yeah. Who played Ron Stoppable. Uh-huh. He's not on the IMDb page. So, Christy, Christy Romano is going to be in here as an Easter egg, kind of like Tommy, like Jason David Frank, Amy Jo Johnson. By the way, got an email from CTV2. Amy Jo Johnson's going to be there. Saw that. So, that was one where I... Hmm. Ricky, you going to get another photo? Uh, one of my childhood crushes. I mean, not like super hardcore, but like as what, a six-year-old kid? I was like, she's kind of cute. She's yeah. She's kind of cute. Every, like, every guy wanted the Pink Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just one of those things. It was just one, you liked the Pink Ranger, and that's who you had a crush on. I'm kind of upset that Eric Matthews is not, yeah. unless they're keeping it secret, how he is not going to make an appearance in this movie. Yeah, that's kind of sad, but nah. Because if you're going to have the original Kim Possible, you got to have the original Ron Stoppable. Am I right? Am I right? You got to have the original. It would be nice. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe they're keeping a secret. Maybe he'll run like the uh, Nacho Damn. Grande stand or I forgot what I it's called. I didn't realize how old he was. How old is he? He was born in August of 76. Holy crap. He's like 10. So Romano is in her 30s. Yeah. He's in his 40s now. Wow. So Romano's going to be 35. Let's see. He's nine years older. He's going to be 44 this next year, if Jeez. my math serves me correct. I did not realize that uh, Eric Matthews was becoming an old man at this point. Damn. Yeah. I mean, hey, more like he is one of the voices of my childhood. Eric Matthews, True. Ron Stoppable, Terry McGinnis of Batman Beyond fame. Um he is a voice also in Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. He is Deadpool. Yeah. So, I mean, that voice will always be with me. He fits it well. 
Any final thoughts with this one? Uh, no. I here's here's a question I got. For yeah. You. Not necessarily what other shows you would want to be um, revived, mm-hmm. but there is. I saw an article about another old Disney Channel property that they're thinking about reviving, and I want to ask you your thoughts here at the very end. What would you think of a Lizzie McGuire revival? Be interesting. Because Hillary... Now, it's from Hillary Duff, Mm -hmm. so take that with a little grain of salt that it's the actor probably seeing this. Well, actress. Seeing this and then wanting to kind of maybe get in on that either that hype train or kind of revitalize um, a career in some ways. But what would you think? Because in an interview with E.T., Hillary Duff opened up about the possibility. This is what she said. I mean, I love her so much. I think she was so important to girls at an important time in their life or in their life. If she could be important to them again at this age, I think that would be amazing. I want to ask you, and I'm putting you on the spot here, what would your Lizzie McGuire revival look like? Would it be a strict revival of new Lizzie McGuire and like Hillary Duff is cameoed in it? Or would it be a Roseanne situation of maybe Hillary Duff or a boy meets girl situation? Yeah, because they did that also of, with Raven, actually. I don't know if you knew recently. Hillary Duff grows up. Her daughter is the new Hillary Hillary Duff. Yeah, you know what? Here's or the, the new Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, so they did the same thing with Raven. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Raven's House or something. Yep. I don't know. Wasn't maybe that good. Maybe it's still on, but it's like maybe it's just because we're older now, and I'm not getting the hype out of it, or maybe because mm-hmm. we watched well, the original Raven. That's would, a Raven. It wouldn't be for us. It's though. not for us. Yeah. You're right. But it's like maybe it's not having the same. It's not having the same feeling because we're mm-hmm. older. So it's like I mean I could give or take on that just because mm-hmm. I, I saw Raven's House. I even saw um, Boy Meets Girl. Is that what the new one's Girl called? Meets World. Girl, Me- Girl Meets World. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like because ah! it's because it's Eric Math or it's Eric Matthews Corey Matthews and, and Topanga's daughter. daughter yeah. yeah, Corey and Topanga. Topanga's daughter mm-hmm. and her basically same exact setup. But she has a mm-hmm. Sean. Wait, was Sean right? I think so. Yeah, Sean. The, the brother, the, the 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 friend, the friend. Yeah, yeah. Sean. Yeah, Sean. Like that's the the girl is the same scenario almost. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, okay. I never, I I never got into it. I, I couldn't like, either. Yeah. And then it could be because like we had the well, other ones growing and up. That's so. why I'll ask you this: Our revival's good. Do should we like? If you do it well, I was I think, thinking this on the way home from getting pizza with Dave and yeah. Sean after the fast break last night are revivals good or are they showing us that the new kind of like our generation is now growing up we are not not to say that we're not creative Mm -hmm. but instead of being imaginative and creating new properties that were as fundamentally to our childhood that the other ones were Instead of going that route, we just kind we of we are going with let's just bring back what we like. We're from trying our to childhood. copy and paste the nostalgia, yeah, and not getting instead it of creating new properties that are actually as good as what we had in the past. Or is that just me as I get older remembering that time, thinking it was better, and not living in that same realm now? So like I'm not living in that same realm I was as a kid. 
I'm not watching those channels as much as I did before. Yeah. So I'm just assuming that, oh, mine was great, and we're just not creating newer properties. I think I good. think that's part, a lot of that plays into is we're not creating mm-hmm. newer properties. We're just kind of like taking what we thought was good and nostalgia and mm-hmm. just like, hey, let's do this and make these slight tweaks to it. So it's mm-hmm. not the same thing. It's like, if yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Because like in the Raven's house, I th- again, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it's now she has two kids and her son. Well, wait, there were two kids. Her yeah, son. Right. Raven's house. Yeah. Her son has the psychic abilities. Or Raven's home. Raven's home. My bad. Her son has the psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a friend that lives in the apartment with them, but they have Chelsea's daughter or Chelsea's son as well. Mm-hmm. Chelsea lives with them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, there's some alterations, but psychic um, predictions get them mm-hmm. into hijinks. Yeah. It's basically like. But the, like this Kim Possible thing, to be like fair. The exa- like the, I'll say this before you say that is. Like the That's So Raven that I watched last night because the Disney Channel YouTube page was just playing 24 hours of the old shows. Mm-hmm. The Christmas episode was Raven uses psychic powers to find out what her gift is. She opens said gift, does not go caroling with family, does not do this for the tree, does not do that. Then figures out, hey, I got to take this picture down so I don't get. So breaks the gift, then goes to the mall to get a new one. Takes a picture with Santa accidentally. It gets put on the wall. She's got to find out to get it before her parents sees it, so she doesn't. So they don't know she skipped school. And then when Santa finds her at the end, she finds out that she's not ruining anyone else's Christmas. She just ruined her own Christmas. Santa sends her back in time to when she's got the gift, so she can just put it down and never make that mistake. That. Kind of like a Raven's Home episode. Yeah. Kind of. Basically. What were you going to say about the Kim Possible? I don't see the Kim Possible thing as a revival necessarily. It's like we're, to some degree, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's some revival, but it's like. No, they're taking the property and making a new, brand new movie from it. They're making a movie from it. And I would say like, hey, just do movies. Just Mm -hmm. do a movie. Make an Even Stevens movie. Like a DOC movie. Yeah. Like, honestly, make like a. DOM, is that what it, Disney Channel? No, D. DCOM. Yeah, Disney, Disney Channel, Channel original movie. DCOM. DCOM. Make like just one movie instead of like trying to create mm-hmm. the show from this property. Just make one movie, mm-hmm. hour long, That's So Raven revival movie. Mm-hmm. That's Even Stevens revival movie. A live action Proud Family movie. I wouldn't make it another oh, show. Man, a proud movie. A Proud that Family movie. That might be cool. Movie. Holy shit. Can I get that grandma again? Can I get Eddie Murphy as the dad? Oh, oh! Come on now, come on now! Tell me you wouldn't want Eddie Murphy as the dad. I I would watch that. Yeah. I, do we have a? I want to see. Do we have a release date for this Kim Possible movie? Um. Yes, we do. We do. February fifteenth. Oh well. Do we have a runtime for it? I don't think we do. Three yet. days. <laughs> Three days. <laughs> um. No, it's gonna be February fifteenth. What day of the week is that? I'm going to figure this out live on the podcast because yeah, I could have done this sooner. Um, it's a Friday <laughs> night. So Friday night you can go see. There you go. Unless. Oh, no. It's in theaters. What? It's a Disney Channel original movie in theaters. Wow. That just that just bumped the production level up to me. It, it looked a little bit too, like, 
It looked a little bit better than what I remember Disney Channel original oh. movies being. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. Like, I, now I see in theaters. Holy crap. We got to go see it. We're going to review it. Well, Ricky's putting it on the list. I, it's it's got to be on the list. I mean, that's <laughs> nostalgia to like the 10th degree. Holy crap. Yeah. Any final thoughts on this before we wrap up no, the show? No, it's just like, I, like I said, I think instead, like if you want to throw these nostalgia movies, mm-hmm. you want to pull that nostalgia factor out, stop making it shows, would the proud, make it movies. Would the Proud Family be the one that if you, any, like, I'll, I'll say this, yeah. any show from your childhood that you would want revived into a movie like this Kim Possible, what would it be? Any show from your childhood, not just think. Disney Channel. Oh, I don't know. That's a hard one. I think that might be a one for another podcast so I can think about it. I know exactly it. what I would want. And it would not be live action. Mm-hmm. It would be cartoon. Okay. Give me a Batman the Animated Series feature film. Hmm. Much like Mask of the Phantasm, where it is a brand new story that I have not seen with that same art style. The same art style and... Uh, with Kevin Conroy's Batman. Thank you. I was trying to think of his name. <laughs> And if the Joker's in there, Mark Hamill will be back to play it. Like, that is what I, I think would he want. Would, yeah. It would be like, yes, it's not really the same thing as Kim Possible because it's not live action and it's not new actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's a brand new story that I've never seen before, go ahead. Also, Dave didn't get as hyped about this on Too Old the Game, but I hope that you will. Hmm. We might be getting, so EA, is it EA? WB Montreal, the studio okay. that did Batman Origins, has teased that they may be doing a Batman Court of Owls video game. Ooh. So we may be getting another Arkham-style game-esque with Batman and the Court of Owls. That That'd be I'm cool. very, very excited about. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. Are you hyped for Kim Possible? Did you know that it was even coming to theaters? Because I thought when it said Disney Channel original movies, I'm like, oh, it's coming to TV. I'll yeah. watch it that night. But no, right here on IMDb, it says coming soon in theaters February 15th. Well, so damn. We will see what this movie is. Let us know what you guys think. Also, the same question I asked Johnny. We'll talk about it in a future podcast. What is one show from your childhood? So... If it was the 80s, the 90s, the 70s, whatever, that you would want revived. Early 2000s. Now, early 2000s. That you would want revived now, that would be kind of like this Kim Possible movie. Let us know what you think. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast, Housekeeping, here at the end. Make sure to look at our patreon.com backslash most podcast page. Help support the channel so we can keep doing what we do and love for you guys each and every week. Also, you can do so by getting yourself a Most Valuable Podcast t-shirt that is either down below in the description or at mostvaluablepodcasts.com where you can catch MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, please go on to Apple Podcasts and iTunes if I can get that out of my mouth, Johnny. Please rate and review the podcast. Five stars would be what we are hoping for. I hope we gave you that five-star quality today as well want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast on services around the world want to thank you guys for watching the show on youtube and as always have a good day everybody thank you for listening to this mvp podcast follow us on twitter at most valuable pod for more great podcasts